rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Everybody, hello. Okay, this is Tara Devlin. How's it going? Not that I can hear you. I could, you could type in though, and I can hear you. I could read you. I could read you loud and clear. My name is Tara Devlin. Let's just get this out of the way. I'll put up this lower third, and you can read it. And follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, all that other good stuff. Follow the RDT Daily Facebook page, the Tara Buster page, okay? Do me a favor. Give me a review on iTunes. That's very important. I've been harping on that, and not everybody has been responding. We have some reviews. I appreciate that. We need to get it up there, like over hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of reviews. There's no reason why we can't get in the game, people. Thank you. Um, All right, so we meet here every Saturday evening. My name is Tara Devlin. I am uh, the delightful um, host of Tara Buster. I created RepublicanDirtyTricks.com. That's now called RDT Daily. We have a pretty vibrant and active... Facebook community at the RDT Daily Facebook page, so if you're not a part of that, you should get in that game as well. It's fun, and I'm serious. There's a lot of awesome people. I'm there a lot, all the time, in fact, and blah, blah, blah. So um, what else do I want to say before we begin? Oh, yeah, we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels, and we're rebroadcast starting Sunday on from 6 to 8 on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. And we're also on GDPR Revolution 99, another eclectic and uh, up-and-coming progressive independent media radio station or, prog- or podcasting, you know, different kinds of shows. They have different things. And we do it... Anyway, as I say, uh, we don't have big billionaire backers. We have you. Um, That's the way it is when you're on the right side of history, when you're fighting against the oppressive forces that have kept people down for since recorded history. I mean, so we're up against the uh, King Kong of, I guess, I don't know. What's the metaphor? The we're, uh, We're up against... Uh, the, the We have the fight of our lives ahead of us. We thought that building a democratic republic, this what's the what's known as the grand experiment in liberal democracy, that's, that's the United States. Does it feel like a grand experiment anymore? It does feel like it's failing. So when I was th- – so, all right, let me just say, guys, do, do me a favor. We are independent, like I said, and we need your help. Please donate to RDT Daily. All right, I'm just I'm going to shut up about this in a minute. Uh, everybody who donates more than twenty dollars, you can donate less, of course. You can be a, you can be a a consistent donor. You can donate monthly. Some of you do, and I thank you very much. So, but it, everybody who donates above twenty dollars will get this. Grab them by the midterms window cling. Okay, I'm sorry to be annoying about it, but. You know, this is what makes the world go around. If if it was, I, I wish I could just not worry about it, you know? 
but we do have to keep the lights on, and this stuff does it does cost money. So, and we don't have billionaire benefactors like the the like the right wing does. If 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 I were somebody without a soul, and I didn't care about the world I would leave behind, I would, I guess, be a conservative pundit, just like, like uh, Breitbart, who got $6 million to start that crappy propaganda mill, that they have a townhouse in Washington, they employ a bunch of people, you know, you're looking at it, you're looking at RDT Central. So anyway, the point is that's why that we're up. That's what we're up against. We're up against big money and big. The the for some reason the right wingers in who are fascists, the the oligarchs in the right wing, they understand that they need to get the people on their side. They need to get the dupes cheering their own demise. You know what I mean? Uh oh, I left the window open. You can hear the motorcycle outside. I'm sorry. I also have the air conditioning on. I hope that's not too annoying because it's freaking hot. It's hot. What can I say? Is everything running? Everything's running. Good. We are losing big time. So, guys, I can see you're, uh, you know, that's awesome. Please uh, keep keep chatting. I read them. And uh, we're also going to open the lines, the phone lines in the second hour. Poppy Champlin is calling in. She's a regular on our show on Tara Buster. Thankfully, we have a, a handful of regulars who uh, are part of this community. So, you know, you guys can call in and we can all t- chat. So, all right. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, this is what we're up against. We're up against the, uh, you know, uh, the tyranny of time. Actually, that's what I was thinking about today. Because now that the show starts an hour early, I have an hour less to, you know, fuss around and get and get prepared. And and as the I see the clock ticking away, I'm like, oh, my God, I got I got to get ready here. So but that's our lives passing every second, every minute. And none of us are here forever. We're here for a blip, a moment in time that we're sharing this planet. And I don't get, I mean, this is what I don't get about Republicans. I don't get that they are, why are they so hateful and angry at people who aren't just like them? Now, you saw that rally. Twitler's on a, he's on a Nuremberg rally tour because he knows what's coming. You see, he is flipping out because he's a traitor. He's a fucking, all right, all right. This I'm gonna curse, please, parents. If you're listening in your car with your kids or whatever, I'm I'm not gonna say turn out, tune out, or turn off the radio. Um, I'm gonna say, kids, get used to it, because we're this is the world we're leaving you. This is what what you're up against. You're going to have to. I guess you're gonna curse a lot when you look around and say, look at this world that these that the older generation bestowed upon us. It's a shit show. We, now we have to save all these endangered species. We have to revitalize uh, the environment so we can breathe and drink 
water that isn't polluted with coal ash. This is what we're up against. We got to worry every time we t- every time we make a transaction transaction at a bank that some bankster isn't riding us to the bank for their own selfish gains. This is what Republicans have done to us. The deregulation. You know, the other day I was wa- I can't stand honestly. Uh, what's her name? Stephanie Rule. She gets on my nerves. I watch MSNBC. I have it on a lot, like in the background. She. I don't know what is wrong with her, but why does she uh, constantly feel the need to suck Twitler's ass before she states anything? It all has to be prefaced. with It's like she's working for him or something. It's like she's in the administration because they all – I guess maybe she's being conditioned. Like we all have to be conditioned to kiss an oligarch's ass – to, if we want anything, just like they used to do in ancient Rome, you know, I'm wearing my Augustus T-shirt today because I'm, th- I've been thinking about the uh, republics that have failed, and that's really the the theme of the show today. When I was thinking about what we we're going to talk about, it's uh, how many uh, the republics throughout history that have failed. Are we next? Believe me, if we don't get it back in the midterms, yes. The answer to that is yes. But I was watching Stephanie Rule or whatever she was on, and she's uh, got to say, well, everything is going one. You know, why is he have? Why does he have to lie? Because he's all his economic policies are have uh, are really working in his favor. He's really this economy is really booming for who? This is, I mean, we're all being gaslit right now, or at least that's the attempt. This is why you don't want a concentrated media as well. You don't want concentrated wealth, and you don't want a media concentrated in the hands of six giant uh, transnational corporations, which is what we have. We have, this is not a democracy, people. Okay, it's a republic. It's It's a constitutionally limited democratic republic. Okay, we say democracy for short. It's not a direct democracy because we have representatives. We vote for our representatives, and they are supposed to go and represent our interests, not the interests of the 1%. And as we know, as the Princeton study showed us, the wants and needs of working people have a statistically insignificant effect on government policy. That's not democracy. So the so-called representatives aren't representing us. They are riding us to the bank. And what? so when Stephanie Rule sucks on Twitler's ass, I, I mean, I don't know where she could find room. Uh, there's so many, uh, there's so many lips attached to his ass, like a friggin', like he's a, like a lamprey. Like their lampreys, I guess. I don't understand. And this is the other thing. Okay, let me just finish that thought. But the, he... Uh, she's saying how um, I don't understand why he has to lie. His economic policies are working so well. What economic policies? That the deregulate, the allowing of coal ash to be poured into our streams, the uh, the rolling back regulations on hunters so they could shoot hibernating bears. What regulations are working? The allowing banks uh, the, to undoing the fiduciary rule, which requires your financial planner to have your best interests at heart, not his or hers, 
when the so they can't just sell you bullshit some fake uh the Brooklyn Bridge or whatever uh because they get a kickback and you lose your shirt and lose your the the money that you worked for that you, you were able to squeeze out of this broken system in spite of every obstacle that's been put in your way because believe me that uh, uh, we heard this week about how the Jeff Bezos has billions of dollars and how Apple see Apple is now a one trillion dollar company and how uh, every you know all the CEOs are doing well. But if that's the case, if Apple is a one trillion dollar company, why are they employing slave late wage slaves? Right? Of course, they're in China. Right. Oh, well, opening factories here in the United States. What are, are they are they going to be equitably compensated or is it going to be the executives more money funneled to, to the top where we have the what the gap between the lowest worker and the CEO is now over 400 times when it used to be 53 or something like that in that ballpark. There is absolutely no reason for a one human being to have a billion dollars. Not at all. Zero. Zero reason. There's no reason. There's no reason. So they can have uh, another zero on their bank account while people are starving, while people are hungry, while our infrastructure is falling apart, while our media, uh, everything sucks while we can't well we gotta beg for twenty dollars for a friggin window cling there is and it's a, oh well you know i guess i'm just jealous i'm jealous of them no i'm not i feel pity for a world that is so broken that we think that that's normal it's normal for a, a one human being to have so much money that they will never spend in a million lifetimes while Children can't get educated or can't get the health that care that they need or anything. Pick a pick a pick an offense. While we have to worry now because Republicans they're coming for your Social Security and Medicare. You realize that this whole attack that uh, Ted Cruz they I think Ted Cruz just in, introduced a bill to make it that oh well aren't they so compassionate and that. Freaking uh, Ivanka Trump. She is a, the most, one of the most used. I mean, she's not as useless as her brother, frankly. She Because at least she doesn't murder innocent animals that are just minding their own business, being amazing and awesome. Unlike them, uh, I, guess they, I guess they're jealous. Talk about jealousy. Why would you shoot something just for the, to, to watch it die? You're sick. That's why. Get a hobby. Get a real hobby. Go build Habitat for Humanity. No, but they wouldn't do that because that's, I guess that's weak. They got to show that they're strong. You know, and that, and by every day is opposite day in Republican land. Because what they think is strong is weak, is actually weak. So, you know, Ivanka is a, she is uh, endorsing full, full-throated endorsement of this new plan that these Republicans are, have concocted to 
uh, allow you to take your some some of your Social Security early. So you'll take some maternity leave or family leave to care for your sick relative or whatever the hell it may be. And you'll just have to delay your retirement. Oh, you take six weeks. Oh, well, just six weeks. What's six weeks? You know, you may not even make it. So, hey. Oh, you know, and I I hope you know that one of the reasons when the CBO scored these the Republican tax plan that one of the reasons that Social Security, according to them, was going to save money would be because more people were going to die under Republican policies. That's what they that's that's the world that they're creating, the world of hate, a world of anger, a world of division. They could not get away with it otherwise. So, anyway, this lower third is gigantic, isn't it? Ba-boom. I got a haircut, everybody. Feels good. So, anyway, the um, Republicans... Man, you know, the uh, YouTube is like did something and they changed some kind of parameter. I'm getting all these people are commenting and it's saying like this comment is being held for review. Oh, very nice. Daniel S. Thanks, Terry. You're like the medicine, your medicine for the mind. Very nice. An antidepressant live. That's very what a I want to thank you for that comment. I never thought I'd hear the day. I'd be antidepressant because I'm damn depressed. This is depressing for, I guess, you know, it's also, it's not, it's kind of a comfort, I guess, to understand that we, we're, we're in this together. We're not alone. Imagine if we were, were alone, if we were really in the minority. The, the other thing is we're, we're in the majority. Most people believe uh, agree with us that they want even these idiots they want all the benefits of civilization they just don't want to share with brown people that's the bottom line with them if you scratch the surface that is why you know i i uh you know i don't even want to say this but like <laughs> one of the things that hitler said that he believed that democracy would not survive in in the United States because we were too racially divided. So when I say, I don't always re- agree with Hitler, but when I do, well, he was right about that. We, we can't survive being so divided. And that's why they divide us. You know that Republicans are, they don't have our best interests at heart because the, they encourage their followers to nurse their prejudices like babies sucking on binkies. They never would they never challenge them to look at themselves and say, you know what? Let me let me educate myself. They don't that's why they don't like public education. They don't want us to have a common story. That's scary to them. And everything that they they are doing is to keep us further apart, like Jeff Sessions now and this closeted vice president that we have, this closet case. You see, 
Republicans are fear-based, so that's why you'll find them. They'll, they'll, you'll find so many closet cases, uh, closeted gays in the Republican Party because they can't. It takes courage to live an authentic life, to go outside the grain, especially when you have these filthy Republicans constantly attacking you for being who the hell you are. You know they don't know. They don't. They they want everybody. And and they blame their giant cloud being, but whatever. That's a whole other story. But it's really just them. They're uh, they're afraid that um, you know of themselves. Really, if only uh, that's another reason we need universal health care because maybe these Republicans will get the help they finally need. They need mental help. The and if so, Jeff Sessions started. They proposed another thing to tear us apart, which is the Religious Liberty Task Force. You know, I don't know how Christians do it, frankly. There are only 79% of the population. How do you, how, how do they survive? They're so, they're such an underdog. But here we go again. And Jeff Sessions, I actually, I think I have a video. He made the announcement of, uh, do I have it? I bet you I didn't save it. Son of a bitch. I thought I, you know, it's hard. This is what I'm saying about, uh, son of a bitch. Maybe I'll get it later. Anyway, but he was, you know, saving this, uh, he was talking about how they, uh, you know, the Constitution protects religious liberty and it's under attack. What that means is it's under attack by gays. That's the bottom line. That's it. That's the subtext here. That's the dog whistle. They don't want gay people having equal rights, ha- living dignified lives alongside them. They constantly need a foil. They need somebody to attack. They can't have a- a- Americans saying, live and let live. Let's move forward together. They can't have that. That's why they're racist and they tickle racist funny bones. That's why they need us divided, Wh- whether it's gays against or straights against gays, blacks against whites, whatever, you know? Whites against gays. I mean, whites against blacks. I mean, whites against gays. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. People divided. That's, and they'll take it. They'll take any, any division. And so when you saw that rally... That that Trump and Z Nuremberg rally, um, that really sent a shiver up my spine and also ma- uh, triggered my gag reflex. But they, I just want to play one of I s- captured this from MSNBC. This they just interviewed a couple of morons. Here's here's a couple of them. Hold on. Everything he says is true. It comes true. Trump is a genius. Put your mind, his mind, and my mind together, we don't match Trump's brain. That man's a genius, and he's cut from a different cloth, a different material. Yeah, he certainly is. Um, Only, I don't know what the exact statistic is, but I think it's about one in a hundred are sociopaths. So, yeah, he is cut from a different cloth, and he's... A malignant, I don't know, malignant narcissist, sociopath. He's one of them. Um, I, I probably lean more towards the socio, I mean, the malignant narcissism because that he, he, he is so desperate for 
that narcissistic supply, and uh, that is clear, as clear as day, that he needs constant validation from these idiots. And he's he's cut from a he's a genius. Yeah, I guess he's a genius. I don't think he's a genius. Actually, what am I saying? He's not a genius. He just has absolutely no moral center, and he will say and do whatever he he needs to, whatever it takes to advance his greed-centered agenda. And if that even means being a traitor and destroying democracy while saluting the the fallen, uh, which he makes me sick, this bone spur piece of shit who would never wear the uniform of this country, but he wants all the salutes and the accolades, right, as a commander-in-chief, he's never, he's, he would never put his own ass on the line or sacrifice anything. He, this, this bastard never sacrificed the goddamn Big Mac for anybody, much less a, spend the day doing something for somebody else or serving something, a greater cause, a, something bigger than himself. He's not even he's not in it for this country. He's in it for his petty little reasons. For one of them is that Obama made fun of him and he had to show everybody that yeah, everybody they didn't respect him because he's a joke. Who who respects a clown? He's a PT Barnum. He's a he's a grifter. So I he's not a genius as much as he's has no uh, scruples. He has no morals. He'll say and do whatever it takes to get his get more, get more of that ill-gotten gain. He'll sidle up to dictators. He will he'll if if it were that he needed to wipe his ass with the American flag to to advance his agenda, he would do it. He doesn't care. They they wrap themselves in the flag like a hooker puts on uh, you know, her her high heels. That's what they do to attract their tricks. It's the same thing. They call them tricks for a reason. You're tricking them into thinking you care or thinking you have, uh, you know, you're the, that they're getting you off somehow. But anyway, yeah, so he was, what was I going to say? He was at the, uh, his, one of his Nuremberg rallies, and uh, I just wanted to play this other, I have this, um, I hope I have it. Oh, oh, this is what pissed me off. Him acting presidential. Hold on. Of course, if the fake news did a poll, they're called suppression polls. You know, polls are fake just like everything else. If the fake news did a poll, it would show that I'm only getting 25% with the 401k people, even though they're up 44%. No, we got, we're doing well. We're doing well, and I'm happy you're doing well. They just came out with a poll. Did you hear? The most popular person in the history of the Republican Party is Trump. Can you believe this? So I said, does that include Honest Abe Lincoln? You know, he was pretty good, right? <laughs> Remember I said, when I'd be a little bit wild and would have a lot of fun, 
They'd say, he's not acting presidential. And I'd say, well, it's a lot easier to act presidential than to do what I do. <laughs> Anybody can act presidential. Ladies and gentlemen of the state of Florida, thank you very much for being here. You are tremendous people. And I will leave now because I am boring you to death. Thank you. I can be, I used to tell them all the time, the fake news, I'd say, I can be more presidential than any president in history, except for possibly Abe Lincoln with a big hat. I, I don't know if I can. <laughs> Abe, Abe looked pretty presidential, right? What do you think? He's tough. He's tough. I admit it, Abe Lincoln is tough. But we love Abe Lincoln. One of these guys, when that poll came out, most popular, and it was in the 90s. And one of these guys is on television, you know, can't miss a word, can't miss a word. I mean, they see the poll, oh my God, oh my God, look at this, oh my God. Yeah, seven more years, seven more. Seven more. Well. There you go. I'm talking about the fake news. I, I actually see that the fucking stream is, like, not working. Don't even tell me again. Let me see what's happening. Hold on, people. Give me a second. Such bullshit. I don't understand. Son of a bitch. Are, we, are you seeing me? Anyone having buffering problems? Yes. All right. Hopefully it's back. I think Facebook might have went down. I have to continue. I think we're back. Okay. Anyway, so it's annoying. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to uh, avoid this. I have the highest... Uh, stream or whatever the hell that I purchased. It's uh, it's Spectrum. What can you do? And uh, I use this service called Restream. And it looks like something isn't working. Let me see. Now we're losing people. Great. Let me see. Hold on. One, two, three. Oh, I mean, YouTube is going. Okay. I have to just keep going. I'm very sorry. Thank you for sticking it out. People on Facebook, you may want to go over to YouTube. If that's okay. I don't know why this happens, but 
whatever. I have to keep going. All right, so it sucks. What can I say? You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm very confused about what to do about it. So anyway, and people are now on Progressive Voices who are going to listen to this after the fact. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? Because it's still recording, but now it sucks. All right. Um, yeah, so he's going after the fake news. He's going after the uh, – with um, his, um, you know, incessant need to be to – be, to be loved, to be liked. It's not even, I don't, I don't think he can experience love. There's something broken in him that I've never seen somebody in, in my entire life who needs so much validation. It's completely boring. It's beyond tedious. And that he's not even interesting to listen to for these idiots to stand there and applaud him they as the useful idiots in his own manias. How do you allow yourself to be a useful idiot in somebody's diseased mind? You're just, you're his fix. He needs that rally like a junkie needs, a, needs to find a vein. And because the other thing is he knows what's coming. He, we don't know what Robert Mueller knows. We only know what we have been allowed to know. But Trump knows what he did. He knows he's guilty of sin. He knows that he's a traitor. And he always has been. He knows he's a grifter. He knows he's a liar. And he doesn't want us to, to know it. He, and he doesn't want to lose the dupes. He's, he won't lose them. Like he said, he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. He will not lose these losers. And they are losers. Because how do you allow uh, a grifter, a con man, to to play you so eagerly? And that's what he's doing. Uh, he's playing them. And they're and he's a genius. Did they did they watch The Apprentice? That's not real. That was a reality TV show. He played a successful businessman on reality television. Reality TV, of all things. Do they know about Trump wine or, or Trump, uh, yeah, he had vodka. That's what he had because Putin had vodka. And he had a shuttle that went bankrupt. And he had a casino that went bankrupt. Why? Because he sucks at business. He's a shitty businessman. The best he can do is suck on oligarch ass as you're sucking his ass he's sucking oligarch ass and he played he was he played pivotal parts in their scams for instance he there was at a hotel i don't remember the whole story now that i'm thinking about it a hotel i think it was in turkey or somewhere rachel maddow did a thing on it she did a piece about it where they they scammed the bank uh, out of uh, out of loan money, but they had to pretend that they were making this hotel. And what part of that ruse was Twitler, before he was Twitler, was went over there to you know they to put the uh, to dig out whatever they do with the digging, to cut the ribbon. It wasn't a ribbon cutting; it was a digging. They were pretending they were going to create this hotel, 
it was he was just part of the scam and he was paid not even like a lot of money that's who he is cuz he's he's a shitty businessman he's just a bully so when he when he was able to scam money and uh get money i guess from these oligarchs cuz he that's that's what Trump Tower is it's a it's a money laundering mill so he's and it's got it's still going on today that what do you think is the all the, I, I I just heard that the it was another thing on Rachel I think where the, the Saudi prince came to to Washington and put his whole entourage up in Trump Tower in in the Trump Hotel in Washington, but because uh, that that event allowed the Trump Hotel to to uh, to declare a profit when in fact they're losing money. People aren't staying in the, at those shitholes anymore, thankfully. Because he is, but in the meantime, that's just it's just a ruse for him to launder money and take bribes what is to stop other oligarchs or shady business people or grifters like himself just stay in in a trump hotel and run up a giant bill and you know put a little extra that's what's going on these are grifters we have grifters in in charge of the government the government that all those people who died in who are laying in arlington national cemetery who sacrificed their lives, all the, you know, when Donald Trump was screwing their girlfriends, trying not to get an STD, that's, they died for that? That's who they died? That's what, that's what the offense is. You know, and I've been thinking about the death of, of a republic, of our republic. And I think, you know, when you think about Julius Caesar, right? So... Trump is no Julius Caesar. That's the other thing. So he's comparing himself to Abraham Lincoln. He's got balls, baby. He, I mean, really. He's the most popular. He may be popular among the racist and white supremacist KKK and evangelical uh, fake Jesus lovers, but he's not popular among normal human beings. The uh, who are in the majority, the they just like Trump had to grift and hook and crook to get his money to make his for whatever for his ill-gotten gains to 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 because he couldn't get a legitimate bank loan anymore. Just like that, we uh, what was I going to say? My I I got distracted because I think Facebook isn't working anymore. Oh, okay. I am back. All right. Good. Nice to hear you. Nice to hear. See what happened? All right. Good. This is what happens. I need, uh, I need a, a producer or something. Don't I? That's why you got to donate. <laughs> so I can hire somebody. That'd be nice. But yeah, this is what we're up against. So I was thinking about Caesar, you know, Caesar, uh, Trump is no Caesar, just like he's no Lincoln. In fact, Lincoln wouldn't even be a Republican today because the Republican Party of eighteen of the eighteen sixties was a progressive party that was created as the in in uh, the as the antidote to the entrenched Democratic Party. Yeah. So you know, I know Republicans of today can't wrap their tiny minds around the nuance of the the fact that just because somebody is that that 
he was called a Republican. It, it's really what you do. It's not about what you're called, right? So the today, Lincoln would have been out of that Republican Party. There's no way. There is no way. The Republican Party of 1860s was a progressive party. What is today's Republican Party? It is the reason we are a dying republic. Now, don't get me wrong. The Democratic Party, the uh, the the policies of the Democratic Party after Reagan created, they helped. They helped sow the seeds. They created the field in which the seeds of fascism were sown. We... Uh, what is the, what do you call it? You know, um, this DLC Democrats, they, it's, they didn't do us any favors. These fake Democrats, these new, new Democrats, they're called. They're, they were new in the, in the way that they turned their back on the New Deal and turned their back on the labor movement. And they gave us yeah, they at least the thing is, you know, I always say the the Democratic Party will not let you starve in the streets. They'll throw you a bone, but they were still plunging us towards a, a system that is with the most unequal in the world. We are the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all industrialized nations. That was the exact opposite thirty years ago, and. So today, when you see that the, the rise of democratic socialism, this is the antidote to oligarchy. The, when we talk about democratic socialism, we're talking about democracy. Yeah, and I know during the campaign, because Hillary was running against Bernie in the, in the primary, they, when they asked her, uh, what, what's the difference between a Democrat and a socialist, and... She's like, well, I'm not one. That's the difference. That's the the only difference. No, because they don't know. She never detailed it. The fact is, we need a unified platform. That is a it's a New Deal platform. It's common sense. Universal health care, universal higher education, regulated capitalism. If you don't have regulated capitalism, this is what you get. You get oligarchy. You get neo feudalism. Now I know that the, the Trump is in a in a Twitter war because this is what the president of the so-called of the so-called president of the United States of the so-called United States does now. In the middle of the night, he tweets against uh, uh, celebrities. So he's tweeting against Lebr LeBron James, uh, calling him, and this is what he does because he's a racist. Now, if you go through. Trump's Twitter feed, and you, you do an advanced Twitter search or whatever, uh, Trump, the only people that Trump calls racist are black people. They're the only, and, and I, I, earlier I did, I was looking it up. It's, it's really unbelievable. Because to so an aggrieved, um, overprivileged white asshole like Trump, who has everything handed to him but still whines how everything is unfair... That's, he can't imagine. He, he would never, he couldn't imagine. Uh, you know, everybody's out to get him. They're all, it's reverse racism, which isn't even a thing. So he's like, <laughs> let me see. Uh, oh, okay. Remember, this is in December of 2015. 
Let me see. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Here's some. Oh, how is ABC, this is in 2014, how is ABC television allowed to have a show entitled Blackish? Could you imagine the furor of a show called Whitish? Racism at its highest level. This is how stupid these morons are. Because black people finally get a voice, get some some representation. It's uh, an assault against them. They get they're they're some they're not as invisible. They have they have a platform and just a little bit. You know, it's sort of like when white, when straight people say, "Why do you need us? We don't have a straight pride parade." That's because every fucking day is the straight pride parade. Every commercial, every magazine, every ad, that's the straight pride. You know, so they don't get it. Let me say. Anyway, whatever. So I wanted because I wanted to play the on uh, the View the other day. It pissed me off again because that that entitled uh, trust fund brat who thanks to Donald Trump will inherit her father's fortune tax free. Uh, Megan McCain. She they went off on socialism again. Why don't they just have? Alexandra, Alexandra Arcasio Cortez back on the show, or Bernie Sanders on the show to to defend themselves. They never, they just talk about them when they're not even there. They're still talking about this this woman who she's not even there, and because they can't imagine. And even Whoopi Goldberg was going off. Well, D- Bernie never says how he'll pay for his. Universal health care, uh, universal higher education, and that is just a lie. Go to Bernie's website. It is completely detailed. His proposals are paid for by making corporations actually pay taxes like they used to when we had things like, uh, when we were able to do things like go to the moon, you know. And another one, another uh, proposal is imposing a tax on Wall Street speculators. These are, these are common sense proposals. If you just uh, impose a little tiny tax on every time these these banksters make a trade or figure out some kind of scam to uh, or write some program that allows them to trade at record at a record pace, then you know. You might be able to have you would not might you would be able to fund universal higher education and universal health care. I guess every other country. See, the then Meghan McCain goes off and says, "Well, you know, we're not we're bigger than every other country, and that's but we could do everything. We could mobilize an army to fight world wars, but we can't seem to mobilize ourselves to give a shit when people die here when they have to hold bake sales for their." kid with brain cancer so i can't stand it let me let me play this dumb bitch and and whoopi goldberg too another one hold on it's it'll piss you off too um the democrats only need 23 seats to wrest control of the house from republicans and two seats to gain the majority in in the senate and um i'm, I'm curious as to why he left out ocasio cortez because yeah. she's running under this platform of she's democratic but isn't her kind of a landslide right. it's, i safe. think it's in her you district. think that's what in it is? her district yeah. i think it was so he doesn't need to endorse yeah. her. I mean, that's right. It's that's like, I think you can interpret it in many different ways. Yeah. My interpretation is that he's not ready to give his endorsement to the socialist wing of the party quite yet, yeah. which I 
100% understand. Also, if we are going to maybe read the tea leaves of them together, I don't know if it's an announcement, but Joe Biden is a big person that people are talking about running yes. for president. Yeah. He is not a socialist. He's not in that vein at all. Mm -hmm. I would debate he's a hell of a lot more electable than anyone who is. And it would be an interesting conundrum for the Obamas to be in if he ran for president against an up-and-comer socialist. Because yes. at yeah. a certain point, Valerie Jarrett came on here and she was like, we're a big tent party, we're a big tent party. That's great, but at a certain point, you will pick one nominee. And one nominee yeah. will represent I just, socialist well, Democrat that, or regular. Because right? Bernie tried this. Yes. You know. The, the Democratic socialism. I yeah. just hope the memes yeah. come back. Those two are awesome oh, online. The romance <laughs> is wonderful. It is real. I miss them. They love each other. A lot of people say that Bernie, if he had been the candidate, would have won. Even though he was a Democrat. I, no, I don't think so. He, I don't think he would have won. Because, no, listen, he, he people... He had populist appeal, which is what Trump had. He had populist mm. appeal, but, you know, the reality of socialism in this country is one that we don't really discuss much of. And as people are now starting to emerge, I want to know more about what you're running against. I don't want you coming in and running on a platform you don't believe in. I want you to be who you are, because I'm going to vote for you who you are. I'm going to vote for what you say you want to see done. The problem when, you know, someone says, well, are you a Democrat? So, well, not, no, I'm a, I'm a Democratic socialist, but I'm a socialist. Be, so, be who you are. Well, see, well, that's just the thing. When she came here, I, I, I am also um, concerned about this. You know, what, what does socialism look like here in the United States? But her platform sounded kind of mainstream. You, Med wait, Medicare wait, for wait, all, wait, wait, universal yeah. jobs guarantee, fully funded public schools, paid family and sick leave, housing as a human right, justice system reform. So what but she, that doesn't seem she, so out there Because she to me. keeps completely biffing. And if you watch her clip from The Daily Show, she can't explain how we're going to pay for it, which is also Bernie Sanders' problem. Yep. And at yeah. a certain point, the, I mean, everybody wants health care for, I mean, everyone, if we had yeah. the mm -hmm. means to mm -hmm. in every way, and by the way, discussing socialism on this show triggers everybody in the world, me being against it. I mean, having our heated discussion that we had last week, I get that there are people in this country that are for it. I'm 100% against it. And until, like Bernie Sanders says, Medicare for all plan would cost $32.6 over 10 years, according to George Mason, Mer excuse me, Center. Mm -hmm. And I just believe that at a certain point, if you want this platform, that's fine. Explain how we're going to pay for it. And if everyone is for it, you have to pay the 70% or 80% in taxes that they are proposing. I know that. I don't know if you have everything right there, Megan. A lot of these countries the, have similar tax rates that we have, and they're able to do a lot of that. It's European countries well, yeah. that in no well, way... Canada are, has uh, Medicare no for way. all. But Canada that's has one part no. of her platform. What she just said, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Say it again. It Medicare for all, which I think <coughs> most people college. do agree with. I universal you have do you believe that health care is a, is a privilege of some sort, or is, it, or is it a guarantee? I believe that there's a reason why people in Canada come to this country to get better health care. In Arizona, where I'm from, we Sometimes. call them snowbirds because yeah. the quality is better. And no one can explain to me how the quality would ultimately suffer. Do I want people to, in this country, not be able to have health care when they're sick or, God forbid, get brain cancer? I'm the first person to admit my perspective on uh, this exponentially shifted uh, when my father got sick. Yes. That being said, no one can explain to me how we're going to be able to pay for it and the quality won't Can suffer. I tell you something? I think it's I a know human people, right. I think health care is a human who, right. I have friends that no, we're, 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 we're having a debate. Right. We're having a debate right now, and I, I think the problem with this is 
don't paint me out to be, and it's very complicated on the show. I'm just trying to talk about the realities of what it's going to cost. It's not that my heart doesn't open. I just admitted on national television that my perspective changed after my father got sick. Yeah. But don't sit here and say, I believe, I believe yeah, in all the, these ways. The because because, because, the because you it said. makes me seem compassionless, okay. and I am not. Okay. I am hey, realistic hey. about what it costs. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. No, but I understand what Did you Thank throw you. a paper clip? I just threw a paper clip because you said not to ring the bell. I like the bell. because I also believe healthcare should be for all, but when they don't spell out the how, I think that's what Bernie was running into and well, we talked about what, it with yeah, Vermont, the, is that everyone can get on board with the great ideals, but how are you going to pay for that? And we'll be right back. Okay. Bernie details in detail how we would pay for universal healthcare and all his other initiatives, but they just keep repeating. Well, when we run into, how are we going to pay for it? How are we going to pay for it? It's such bullshit. We pay for it by taxing inherited fortunes like we used to in a progressive taxation system. We pay for it by taxing Wall Street banksters and speculators. We pay for it by making the rich pay their fair share like we used to, by having a top marginal tax rate of 90%, by not allowing the intergenerational aristocracies from fo to form in this country and to get so big that they uh, swallow up the government itself. And that's what we have. And this is why a republic cannot stand in in this environment it's not working we need a we need universal health care we need to be together and that's why republicans want us divided they want us divided along racial lines they don't want us thinking that we're all americans that they don't want us understanding that if somebody is left out we're all left out that this can't be a nation of serfs and lords that that's not why the, the, the troops stormed Normandy. And that if we allow the, uh, the, this monster and his intergenerational assholes to, 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 to disrupt this government, it's not going back to normal. So what these Republicans have done with their tax cut, and they're giving another tax cut, now they want to do it so uh, capital gains won't we'll, won't we'll, we'll have a lower tax so more giveaways to people who don't need it and don't deserve it this is not the recipe for a democracy or a republic this is the recipe for oligarchy and that's what they're de doing it deliberately so when Megan McCain whines how now her perspective has changed this is what they it's it only they only seem to give a shit unless if, if something happens to them personally. They can never extend the empathy past their own eyelashes. So, you know what, Megan? Maybe you'll, you won't be able to inherit the $100 million. Maybe you'll only inherit $75 million. You think you could survive on that? It's for somebody to have the ability to get help. For their damn brain cancer without having to have a bake sale? Would you sacrifice that, Megan? How big of you? Oh, you want it's a it's a it's a tragedy. We call them snowbirds coming to the uh, Arizona for healthcare. The Canadians don't come here for healthcare. That is a canard. They come here for 
elective things like plastic surgery and whatnot because that yeah there is a waiting list and you don't it's not covered by their universal health care up there and why why would it it's not covered here for in these uh health plans that republicans are destroying now wait till you get your health insurance bill it's all going up because they are fucking with it again republicans they can't they couldn't come for it head on but they couldn't come for obamacare now but they have to hobble it they have to destroy it they want us pitted against each other don't you see that if you're a republican well i know that all the normal people on this stream know it but what if you're a republican and you stumbled in here do you not see that you are played like a fool you don't see it don't you care no but because you're racist and and what are, what do i see now all these uh, racists all over i mean if you're not racist in fact they've done studies on these trump fanzies that uh, nearly half of them and those are the half that admit it are racist that's why they were attracted to trump he allows them there there is a reason why it's it's not just the fact that we're catching it on tape more or on video but that these racists feel emboldened to that, that every other day there's a new video of some idiot going off on somebody i saw a video of somebody in a nail salon telling everybody to speak english she look like an asshole she's like i'm not coming back here well get the fuck out then I'm not tipping you. You should all know English. Well, fuck you. How about you learn their language? Uh, your language sounds, I don't even know. She, your, your language sounds like uh, she insulted them or something. I can't remember exactly what she said. She, these ugly, small people that haven't, they probably, they've never been around the block. They are making America a laughingstock. They are fools. And they want to drag us down to their level. And they, that's why they don't, they want to destroy every common initiative that we will, that we have, that normal people have, that American, that real patriots have to move forward together. Because that's the only way we move forward. We can't move forward when we're leaving millions of people behind. Leaving people behind in sickness, in illness, in educate, I mean, in, in ignorance. And leaving them behind because of what? Their race, their religion, their sexual orientation. We move forward together or we don't move forward at all. We move backwards. And they're dragging us down. They need to drag us backwards. And that's the only thing they get because Republicans are, the, the average Joe assholes are all suffering under Obama, I mean, under this, this, this Trump asshole and their policies while the rich are getting richer. So, oh, the economy is booming. Well, it's certainly not trickling down on the, on the morons who voted for them. But all he does is tell them otherwise because he's a grifter. You know, when I think about the death of the Roman Republic, at least Julius Caesar did things for the Roman people. I mean, I mean he was out there fighting when he was uh, conquering Gaul. He was in the trenches with his men, with his soldiers. He wasn't a coward. He, w he didn't have bone spurs. He did other things. He had when he was the consul of Rome, the dictator of Rome, he had initiatives where he distributed the grain equitably 
they created public works projects to employ people because the rich were employing the slaves and the and the regular people needed jobs so he created public works programs you know this is this is what they did they what what is what works and he also allowed some of the conquered territories to have representation in the senate these were things that you know but he knew he wasn't an idiot he wasn't an asshole he didn't just tell the morons this is what i'm doing for you while he picked their pockets and that's why you know partly why he was killed he was killed by the oh, the aristocracy that ne- the wanted entrenched power that didn't want you know on the i mean it's a whole long complicated story and actually i'm coming up on a break all right I'm sorry about the stream. I'm sorry about a lot of things in this world. And so, okay, so we're going to come back in about eight minutes. Hopefully everything is still, we will, we will actually come back in eight minutes, I hope. And uh, I'm going to play the, the, the break. It'll be the Green News Report, and then it'll be um, Labor History in Two. And so we'll be back in about eight minutes, okay? So hopefully I'll see you guys on the other side. And thanks for sticking in and hanging out and keeping me sane. So my name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you in about eight minutes. And Poppy Champlin is calling in. So, And also, we'll open the phones. You guys can call in, too. That'll be fun. All right. I'll see you, right, I'll see you in a minute. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. Does your kid's school district test for lead in its drinking water? Probably not. Less than half of U.S. school districts do. Thanks to the leadership of President Trump and Administrator Pruitt, we have made tremendous progress over the past year and a half. Following in Scott Pruitt's swampy footsteps, acting EPA Chief Wheeler weakens toxic coal ash water protections. June 2018 was the third hottest June ever recorded globally. Plus, the world's largest hotel company is planning to eliminate one billion straws. Marriott International becomes the latest major corporation to ditch plastic straws. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Um, And I did work for a coal company, and I'm not at all ashamed of the work that I did for the coal company. I think it's been used by some people to a, in a derogatory manner. Why would anybody be derogatory about working for an industry which kills people and lies about it? Andrew Wheeler, acting chief of the Environmental Protection Agency. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, not that the EPA cares, but we have a potential problem with lead in the drinking water of our nation's public schools? Yes, apparently we do. A new report from the Government Accountability Office has found that less than half of the school districts in the United States test their drinking water for lead. And of those schools that did test their drinking water, 
37 percent discovered elevated levels of lead, which is a potent neurotoxin. The GAO report says schools that found lead contamination in their drinking water last year have taken steps to address the problem, but no federal law requires schools to test for lead in drinking water. Forty-one percent of school districts serving 12 million students do not test for lead at all. Mm. Every individual school should test their water, according to John Rumpler of Environment America. We've used lead in pipes and plumbing and faucets and fixtures. It's a widespread problem, and we urge the schools to do more to protect kids from any level of lead in the water they drink. Only eight states require such testing. I guess that would just be too harmful for our economy if the EPA actually required U.S. school districts to do exactly that. Meanwhile, speaking of the EPA, former coal lobbyist Andrew Wheeler, in his first major action as Acting Environmental Protection Agency Administrator, on Wednesday weakened Obama-era rules that were intended to prevent toxic coal ash waste from contaminating drinking water. The former coal lobbyist weakened rules concerning coal? Who yeah. could have predicted it? The far-reaching rule gives states authority to set their own standards for coal ash waste, stored at more than 400 coal plants around the country, and even allows them to suspend monitoring for contamination. It also delays cleanup of unlined coal ash waste ponds. This despite recent public health disasters caused by toxic coal ash spills in West Virginia, Tennessee, and North Carolina. Earlier this year, a report issued by coal plant operators in eight states showed widespread groundwater contamination from coal ash waste. By the way, thanks to loopholes in the federal vacancy law, Wheeler can remain in charge of the EPA without Senate confirmation through 2020. Hey, that's fantastic. Meanwhile, June 2018 clocked in as the third warmest June on record globally. That's according to NASA this week, coming in just a hair behind June 2015 and June 2016. It's a remarkable record since there is no El Nino present to boost global temperatures and further indicates that the global warming trend observed over the last 40 years shows no signs of stopping. It's a hoax. Climate change is coming for your internet. A new study predicts that the undersea cables and hardware centers that provide the backbone of the internet could be flooded with salt water as sea levels rise over the next 15 years. Unlike undersea transatlantic telecommunications cables, these buried internet cables are not waterproof. The researchers from the University of Oregon on the study warned, quote, we have to start working on all of the mitigation efforts today. Either that or I may not get to see everything on Twitter? <laughs> or not. That sounds good. Some good news, though. California has announced that its ambitious climate action policies are succeeding. Last week, the state announced it has already hit its target to reduce its greenhouse gas emissions four years early and has pushed its emissions back down to 1990 levels even as its economy grew. Good for us. Finally, some more good news. Marriott International Hotels has become the latest major company to join the global movement to ditch plastic straws. The world's largest hotel company announced on Wednesday it will eliminate 1 billion straws and 250 million stirrers used annually at all of its 6,500 locations within the year. Sparked by a plastic straw ban in the city of Seattle that started on July 1st, Marriott joins Starbucks, American Airlines, Hilton and Hyatt Hotels, and other companies in doing their part to end the scourge of plastic pollution. Thank you, Seattle. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters if the Internet isn't out at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your 
Green News Report. The bluest skies you've ever seen are in Seattle. And the hills the greenest green in Seattle. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1939. That was the day striking auto workers in Cleveland, Ohio, defended their picket lines in what is known as the Battle of East 140th Street. Members of UAW Local 45 at GM's Fisher Body Plant had been on strike for three weeks. They had joined striking GM workers at 12 plants throughout Michigan. They demanded a supplemental agreement granting skilled workers, wage increases, overtime adjustments, and seniority, and apprentice provisions. In Cleveland, strikers vowed to stop the scabbing and were mostly successful. Now, at the start of the morning shift, a scab attempted to plow through the picket lines at a high rate of speed. Strikers flooded the gates and brought the scab car to a virtual stop. As they attempted to convince him not to cross through, mounted police viciously charged and attacked the strikers. Police continued to shoot tear gas guns from behind plant gates. Soon, there were more than 5,000 picketers fighting with police as workers poured out from half a dozen nearby plants to support the strikers. For over two hours, workers showered strike-breaking forces with bricks, rocks, and paving blocks. They overturned scab cars and drove the police off the street and into the plant. Fighting broke out again in the afternoon when police tried to bring in more tear gas supplies. Strike leaders directed activities from an amplifier on the roof of a nearby restaurant. The next day, famed Prohibition Crusader Elliot Ness, now Cleveland's Director of Public Safety, enforced a 500-yard riot zone banning all gatherings near the gates and limited picketers to seven at each gate. Strikers began picketing the homes of known scabs and would ratify a new contract just days later. Like what you hear? Check out more at laborhistoryin2.com. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is Tara. Hopefully the stream will keep going. And let me see. We got somebody on the line. I need help. Is this Poppy? Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I need you. This is, it's getting serious. Oh, Bill, you're doing great. Oh, thanks. No, I'm just in a, I'm just getting pissy here. I'm going to. Well, the the stream is being a being a dick, and uh, I'm also. It's I need your you're very calm. I get I get really depressed and despondent and out of control, so it's good. It's a good balance, and I also want to open up the lines. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, but you you kind of have to. This is kind of your job mm. to focus on all this bullshit all the time, you know. Yes. And to have to focus on it all the time can make one go nuts. Mm-hmm. It's true. I I was yeah, I like, actually got my hair cut yesterday. Actually, well, you know. Yeah. I uh, I as you can see, it's a little shorter, but I and it was it's nice to have have it shorter, but I um the lady, I, I've just been encountering a lot of people that. Um, that are that are doing like what you're saying. Uh, um, they they don't want to 
pay attention. This is what the lady was saying. Oh, I can't deal with it because it's too yeah. depressing. And, and, that, and that, that's, yeah, I think that's them winning, right? My, mm-hmm. my One of my best friends, Norma, I started to tell her something about it. She's like, don't. She put her hand right up on my face. Don't. I don't oh, want to hear it. Oh, God. Wow. Well, that's, see, that's no, dangerous. They, that's dangerous. Yeah. It is. It's totally dangerous. People are like, just, I can't. I just can't. Right. And that's how they win. And this is how they've been winning for years, though. Uh, we have a very low yeah. participation rate in this so-called democracy. There, And that's, it's it's by design. Republicans don't want to make it easy for people to vote. That's That's what we know. They don't want a yeah. national holiday. That's what we should have. We should have a national holiday for voting, and it sh- there should be a fine. Like right. in Australia, they that they have, um, if you don't vote, you pay a fine. So they have a 90% pers- participation rate, and that's what we need. That's great idea. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, you know, a, a crushing fine, but it's like you have to be a part of this otherwise but they don't want you to be a part of it that's really the, that's the truth they they yeah. want you to be dumb yeah. angry and think you're free because you could call somebody the n-word that's what they want that's what they want so yeah they, they and, and africa's africa's election africa's election i think just was uh, was it africa or i don't know but i think so and it just occurred on a sunday so everybody could go and vote Really? Which, I don't know about this, but yes, it's, yeah. I mean, most, a lot of countries around the world, they do, they do things better and we're very isolated here too. A lot of people don't have, they don't even have a passport and some of it is because of our, where we are, you know, we're not, you know, in Europe people, they just go and travel other countries and they, they, it's not, it's, but here it's also, People can't afford to get a passport, so it's it's yeah. so they don't get out. They don't see the way other country. But now with the with the internet, the world is becoming a lot smaller, as we know, which is good, and because that's why socialism, the the word socialism has lost some of the uh, bang for the buck. You know, like they're not. It's people aren't as uh, afraid of it. Uh, because they see what hap- what happens in other countries. They see universal health care working in other countries. They see right. this, yeah. So right. it's not it's not well, like. And- how come how come we can't how come we can't implement what uh, didn't Mitt Romney do a pretty good job in Massachusetts with that health care well, system? Can't we what, just kind of emulate that? Oh, no, we have. That's what Obamacare is. That's what the it was modeled oh. after. Yeah, that's Obamacare. That's. The, the, oh, okay. the that's the Republican plan. The Republican health care plan is what we have, we, and that's why. See the pro, see the thing that pissed me off about Obama during the the Obama years, in general. For I I I wanted him to be the new FDR. That's I I really believe that Obama was sort of like our national Rorschach test. It, people projected, <laughs> yeah, like on him. They saw him and they. Either he was he was uh, you know uh, the end of civilization as they know it, or he was. Oh me, yeah, yeah. Like I saw somebody that I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. He will be uh, yeah. the new FDR, but he wasn't, and um, he 
try to because I think this is what I if I want to play armchair psychiatrist I really think that Obama because of his he's mixed race right so he had to like he had to straddle both worlds in his life and he was always and he and he spoke about this being comfortable in a boardroom as comfortable at a at the playing basketball at the projects so he uh, when yeah, yeah, he yeah. could he could uh, mix in those worlds, and I think he always wanted to be a unifier and always wanted to like bridge that gap, and I think that's what uh, he tried to do with Republicans. He really thought, and he's and he often said it out loud that the he would say the fog would lift, that the fever would break, and it, of course it wasn't gonna. They are sick. You're not gonna. The, the, on the night of his election, they conspired of his not election of his inauguration. They conspired to block yeah. him. They made a they made a conscious decision to block him uh, uh, at every turn, even policies that they supported. So everything that he did, yeah. they obstructed, and and that included Obamacare. So he he thought that if he presented them. With their health care plan, they would support it. And, of course, they didn't. And right. then it became socialism. It became the end of the world. It became – but that's the Republican health care plan, the, to keep the, the for-profit health insurance industry in the catbird seat of power by giving them more – giving them more, uh, you know, a captive audience. They – as far as the Democratic health care plan is the public is a public option. It's Medicare for all. That's the Democratic health care plan. But they took that off the table. So and I think that's that's Obamacare's number one failing and and uh, fault because they would never Republicans would never be able to come for Obamacare if it had a public option, because then it would belong to everybody. And the last thing I'll say about it because I know I'm talking a lot, even though the name is Tara Buster, but <laughs> you should get in here too. But the, uh, it's, is that that's why FDR was such a genius, and he understood that Social Security, if, if he made it uh, – and this is why Republicans want to means test Social Security. They want to make it uh, belong to they, – they want to take it – you know, why do, why, why do rich people need it? It belongs to everybody. It is an American right. So we all in it. We're all in it together. No matter what, rich or poor, whatever. Everybody gets Social Security, and yeah. that's that was right. FDR said that they did it that way. Also, they made it part of the payroll tax. That so no damn politician could ever scrap my program. That's what he said, and uh, it had to belong to everybody. Same. That's why this is what this is the. That's the Democratic platform. That's what we need to bring back, that everybody in, nobody out. That is the only American value. And I'll just drop the mic right there. So, Drop the mic. <laughs> Boom, baby. Yeah, I mean, that's really, but that's you know how Democrats are going to win. Kind of, Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. It was kind of, I thought it was kind of genius, you know, what Obama did. If this is a Republican health care situation uh in mm-hmm. Obamacare but but I was not going to buy into it I am an independent contractor mm-hmm. you know I, I I'm self a self self-employed right. person and I've never had health insurance and I'm mm-hmm. just like well I'm getting older I should right. probably get it 
Right. And I didn't want to because I was a, I am afraid. I was afraid of government. I'm mm. like, if I get health care, I'm going to be on the grid. And they know where I am now. You know what I mean? Oh, they and know so where I you are. I was, I, huh? They always knew where you were. What are you talking about? They That's know. true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but 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 now I'm really on the grid. If I if I say okay, here I am. I come out of my foxhole and I wave the white flag and I'm like, I'm gonna buy your freaking healthcare, you know, system. And I'm going to buy into it because I don't want to get that big fine. I don't want the fine. It's not that much. It's only $95. But I'm like, but for me, and my health care plan was very cheap. I think, you know, I got the CAP plan, which Mm. is a cheap-ass plan, (laughs) which is, you know, get get my mammogram at the airport going through security. You know that one. (laughs) But, but. I got it, and I'm glad I did. Um, but uh, shit, I forgot where I was going with this. That it, well. Oh, that, yeah. uh, but just the fact that I bought in meant that there's a lot of people like me, probably, that bought in. So a lot more money came into right. it, and I think that was what his his plan was: get a lot more people in, so a lot more people can be taken care of. of and course. I thought it was pretty brilliant. Of course, and it's also that's how you lower prices. I mean, that's why Republicans are screwing it up now. They're you need to get healthy people into the insurance. You have to have a large right. risk risk pool. And the largest risk pool right. we can have is every fucking person uh, in this country. And, <laughs> you know, that would be. Well, that's an awful lot of lot of fucking people. Yeah, it would, but that's what we need. We need a universal health care plan. That's all you got to do is expand Medicare. And then they say, oh, well, Medicare sucks or whatever. Medicare, people who are on Medicare love Medicare, and also it will eliminate the the stress of wondering. Like just with when I just went through the thing with my leg, I you know you got to sit there worrying about yeah. what is my copay, what is my you know do I can I afford? I told you that the the yeah. fucking doctor, she's like, oh, how much is it to go to the doctor? Like, what's your deductible? What's your you know, and she ended up giving me a suture kit to remove my own stitches. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> this is where we live. It's really kind of sad. As long and, as you didn't have to put them in by yourself, right. you know. I, mean, I think, yeah. Nothing. Putting them in is a bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> put them in. You know, it sucks, well, we really. We can do this. We're lesbians. We can, we can take out stitches. I right. can put in my... I had a stitch once put in it. I was in South Africa, and uh, and the New Guinea and the pygmies were chasing me, and all of a sudden I fell. Wow. No, I, You're I, such a lesbian. I fell in this. Uh, <laughs> I fell in a in a in a spa that was underground with dripping water, and it was just stones under there and candles, and it was wild. Oh what the hell was but that? I fell. And, were you tripping on acid? Yeah, or was this was, real? No, I was in I was in the um, South African oh, Cape Town Comedy Festival. Oh shit! In Cape Town, South Africa, and they Africa. chased you yeah. out of that town with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> they were like, "You're a lesbian." No, <laughs> no what happened? No, Did there was a gay a segment. There was a gay segment of right, the, of, the uh, of the of the festival. And so, what happened? You oh. fell in a hole, and there were like candles and shit. Well, there was a spa down in the basement of this five-star hotel that they put us up in, 
And, but it was like, there, there was one of those float tanks down there. And, uh, I wanted to go down and see it, you know, all the kind of, I used to hear Michael Jackson used to float in. So oh, I wanted shit. to go see it. <laughs> and so I went down there and it was only lit by candles, like on the ledges of stones. And I went down these big slate stairs to go see it, but I missed the last step and crashed and cracked oh my open God. my knee and had to get stitches. Yeah. And I had to get stitches and I didn't have insurance. And I'm like, oh, just shit. put it in. I don't want any anesthesia. It costs 150 bucks for a shot of anesthesia. Oh my God. You see, I mean, it's sad. It's really, and I like when I, I don't know if you heard the first half of the show and I was playing those fucking view bitches that were pissing me off. The, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, I just really can't stand Megan McCain. I hate her uh, privilege. I hate her ignorance. She is, she's got, uh, and you know what I hate uh, in general? It's somebody, it's sort of like Trump, who to have everything handed to you, to have, to to be a trust yeah. fund brat and still be a moron and still, and also to kind of think, you deserve it and not uh, and not want to uh, uh, make this country better for all people. You know, the way I look at it right. in a country, if if you have, if you're if we're in a country where children, I, I just saw this the other day. That's why it's in my mind. This and I think it was it was like over a year old. It was a father. It was some, I actually should have caught. I should have captured it to play on the show. It was a news segment of a father it was like a good news uh you know a feel it's not even feel good i don't even know it's but they it was this news segment about a father having a bake it was on a bake so it was a car wash or something for his uh, his uh, child's uh -huh. brain tumor to get to, to oh. pay for the brain tumor so they were and they did a gofundme page and i mean that's the new health insurance yeah. in this country and uh so they, yeah, it it's, is. it's right. really gross. And they, uh, this, the thing that really bothered me about this new segment was that they, there was no mention of how disgusting that is. That's that here in the United States, the richest country on earth that we have to have people who are battling brain cancer. You have to have the parents have a fucking car wash or bake sale, whatever the hell. You know, have like you can't help your child. You can't just focus on what we're, what we're gonna do to help this kid, or and ourselves go through this horrible time. We have to have we gotta worry about getting a bake sale together for this. It's so gross. Oh, and then the 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 um the news uh, segment never brought it up. It was sort of like, and if you want to help, here's the you know go to this fucking page. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, what? It's all about perspective. Yeah. And then you have this Megan McCain who will inherit her father's fortune. And the only reason she has a job and, and, and she has a book deal for her stupid musings for who cares about the musings of a moron. But, OK, she's got a book deal. She's an <laughs> ignoramus. She gets her ideas from memes that she shares. You know, she said, like, because Margaret Thatcher said, uh that uh, eventually you run out of people's money. You know, that's why socialism doesn't work. You know, that's all she knows. You know, as you heard a meme somewhere. Oh. And, but you know, who says, uh, you know, um, she's, she doesn't see her own privilege. And yet she could still battle 
a system that will have everybody in. Everybody in. I don't see. I don't. I, that's why I'm. I'm confused. What is the problem with that? It's yeah. everybody in yeah. when we're attacked, right? Supposedly, no. It's not everybody in. It's only the uh, you know some people in. But we're we'll we'll move heaven and earth to uh, you know go fight some fucking corporate war. But we won't move heaven and earth to save some kid with brain cancer or educate people. The other thing I wanted to say was, um, speaking of education, was, you know, the LeBron James, you know, because the so-called president of the United States is in a Twitter war with celebrities. That's what he does. Oh, yeah. And he's, as he's kissing yeah. ass on fucking Kim Jong-un and shit, he's so pathetic. But he's he's uh, tweeting against LeBron James, who just opened this school. And I think it's great. It's awesome that um, he opened a school. Here's somebody who made money, who, who used his talents, who who actually made something of himself and uh, in this racist-ass country and is using the money for good, bringing, you know, not not like Republicans who climb the ladder and then lift it up behind them. He's reaching behind right, them and, right, right. Yeah, and helping. Right, right. But and now that shit ton of money they just paid LeBron. How much did he get? Oh, I don't know. But he just signed a contract for like eighty-seven million dollars well, or you something go. for a year or something right. for five years or I mean something crazy. Exactly. Crazy. So, I mean, I, I'm probably way low on that. Right. Number. Exactly. And so, but that's why I, I it's somebody he's using his that like which Trump is a, focuses on yeah, him. It's a fucked up system. Uh, but you know, but the thing is, the the what I was going to say is that we we shouldn't have. It's, that shouldn't be the case. Like we should not be able. We we shouldn't be able to f- educate people um, if they find a rich benefactor. That that's not. I, I mean, it's great that he's doing that, and that's the system we have right now. It's the same thing when Stephen Colbert gave all this money to this other school. I remember everybody was cheering him and congratulating him. That's wonderful. But nobody pointed out that that's fucked up. That we need to uh, have a we have a system where kids can't get books and shit unless they find a rich benefactor, and kids can't. I mean, what is wrong with that? There, that's what's wrong with us that we don't that that that's normal. This is the norm, new normal, and 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 that's, that's yeah. Normal. Like when um when the end of Twitter you know, uh finally comes, which will come eventually. I don't know yes. which way. Hopefully Better. he'll be in jail. He'll be babbling about right. fake news in jail. But um, how we're not? <laughs> how are we going to go back to normal? We're not going back to normal from this. This is this, you know oh, what I mean. Oh, we'll go back to normal. Once What's he's normal? Gone, we'll go What's back normal? to normal. Once no, we it's... vote him out, I mean, if we have to put up with him for three years, my God. I don't see how we can go back to normal, and that's why it was like you know I I'm a I love history, and this is why I was bringing up history about I the, my one of my favorite peer there's different periods in history that I I really like to read about and whatnot, and one of the periods of history is the end of the Roman Republic. I I that that uh, the time of Caesar going into Augusta. I mean, I love the whole Caesar. of. Uh, Roman history, but that period in the beginning yeah. that, you know, as they transitioned. But the thing is, the fact was that there was no going back to normal when they when they murdered Caesar. Right. Because the Romans had yeah. a 500. They had a longer history 
of being anti-authoritarian, right? Even though, they, of course, it's not completely the same uh, because they had slavery and they had, well, and they had women couldn't vote and it was really an oligarchy and yeah. like we are. We uh, and <laughs> Right, but right, exactly. Yeah, we have, it is yeah. close in a lot of ways. But if you don't know history, then you're... And, uh, you know, there's this, actually, there's a, uh, a quote by Cicero, to be ignorant of, of what occurred before you were born is to remain always a child, right? And that is true. So we need to, I mean, why we should take the lessons of history into account. When you see, so when Caesar was murdered by the Senate, he was murdered, they, their excuse was he's trying to be a king. And in, um, in Roman, in the Roman mindset, there uh, they had a longer history of being anti-authoritarian. They were, uh, that's why <laughs> partly Brutus was, he was sort of like, um, uh, he, he was the representation of the Roman Republic because it was actually his ancestor who had killed, uh, you know, uh, the first kings the which of Rome, which were the Etruscans, and then they vowed to never have another king in Rome. And they had 500 years of a republic, but it was, you know, it was corrupt, and it was, like, for the rich and, you know, blah, 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 like here. And right. um, so, but after they killed Caesar, it didn't go back to normal. So they, it wasn't like, it, and in fact, it was that, the act, and all the things that had happened, and Caesar was a good governor. That's the other thing. Like, he, he did things for the people. Like real things, not like Twitler, who fucking just says that he does them, and while he's funneling more money to the top. But um, right, you know, right, right. It, that's that whole period of time um, set up the death of the republic, and it never went back to normal. And then by the time when that happened, because you know, they had made him dictator for life, and there were civil wars. I mean, this is what is going on here. You could say. You know, there's no shooting war going on, but this country is divided against each other. And so how yeah. are we going I mean, did back you see to the rally? Did you watch any of that rally the other day? Yeah. Was it yesterday? Well, they had, he's been and having them on. people are so violent. They're gross. They're so grossly violent. They're disgusting. It's gross. And I mean, you watch yeah. them. They're giving their finger to the press. The free, because yeah. you don't yeah. fucking like it doesn't mean it's fake. And they're, you know. The uh, that woman who what the hell is she wearing? On uh, this is who they are. You, they are the ugliest. The woman in the in the she's wearing like a picnic table blanket. Oh, <laughs> I think they're like I think they're like totally alcoholic and yeah, uh, redneck. Oh trash, yeah, and, and they like to oh. be violent. Given the finger, here, let me. I'm gonna play. I actually have a oh. have a clip. I don't know the people on the oh, radio. Yeah, they won't be able to. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Let me play it. I don't know if you if you're if you're watching, you could see it, but they, because it's just a bunch of screaming. If you're hearing this on.
in chaos. It's like, you know, I don't know if you watch Ga- Game of Thrones, you know, I think of Littlefinger, chaos is a ladder, but he's, you know, he's not smart like Littlefinger. He's just, he's just got no morals. <laughs> that's, that's really it. Yeah. He, he just will do anything and say anything to advance his greedy agenda. And, and the, if that means being a traitor, if that means sidling up to dictators, he'll do it. He's, right. he's doing it in front of he, he, the world. He just, and yeah, I mean, he just never was, you know, fit to be this, no. this leader. And he right. took it anyway. He should have just went, oh, my God, I was right. just kidding. Right. <laughs> I don't really want this job. Right. He I'm didn't kidding. Want I don't it. want it. What? Right. I, I, just kidding. He, it's true. Well, he didn't want well, it. That's I don't know if you saw pictures of no. them at the inauguration. He was sitting there like he was, you know, coming back from a funeral and his fucking shoes were too tight. You know, it was like, but yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. He's way over his head. Oh yeah, way over his head. And now that he's getting like getting used to it, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's like, oh, now he's like getting into it. It's like, oh no. Right, right. And he's, but he doesn't have. He's not a normal person, and there, so he's not. He he can't admit that he's over his head. He can't be like, okay, you know, it's right. sort of like the Peter right. Principle gone totally awry you know the peter principle right. is like you get promoted right. above your abilities or whatever <laughs> at a certain yeah. point but yeah 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 he's uh he's not that's what is so the other thing that's so depressing is because you know you're talking about the death of a republic it, you know when you look back in history and you look back at the roman republic you think okay well at least caesar was smart and he was, you know, not, he was an interesting character and um, he not a, a complete dumbass. He knew history, his own history, and he was able to actually do some things for the people. And whereas this fucking guy, this guy, this guy, you know what I mean? Like the worst human being on the planet, like the stupidest, the most racist, the... Uh, the most um, undeserving, somebody, a, a serial bankrupt, a trust-funded serial bankrupt sexual predator who played a successful businessman on reality TV. That's that fucking guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah, that, guy. that guy is going to is going to bring down this republic of all of this. You think about, like, the, the founding fathers and for all their flaws. They were intellectuals. They were readers. They were, you know, that's the other thing that always pisses me off about right-wingers because they, they, they hate the elite. They hate the intellectuals, you know. Well, what do you think the founders were? They weren't morons. They weren't d- dumbasses, like, you know, pretending to be presidential. Like, that's the thing that, I don't know if you saw that clip I played of, and you've probably seen it before, with Twitler. He's, when he acts presidential at his rallies, he mocks pre- like presidents, uh, you know, talking oh. nice to people. And not I don't even... think he can't even he can't even act presidential. Right. Well, there's that's no, what he's. There's no. There's no, yeah. no, no. But he 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 presents himself. He's like, oh, I can act presidential. Look, and he walks around s- stiff as a board, and and all the dupes oh. applaud. <laughs> But the the thing is, it's a complete oh, I, mockery of 
dignity. You know what I mean? He's mocking oh the dignity yeah. of the office and the, he's mocking every, every, he's mocking all the things he pretends to, to value. Like he pretends that right. he loves America. Oh, they, you know, they wear their fucking, you know, American flag lapel pins and they wave their flag and you got to stand for the flag, not kneel. And there's all kinds of, uh, you know, requirements to be sufficiently, yeah. uh, sub subservient or sub 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 are respectful let's say not subservient sufficiently yeah. respectful is and but he's mocking the very office that uh you know so many people fought bled and died to entrust to us and it, it so pisses me off and uh nobody ever brings that up too like he's he's oh it's haha and they're all laughing these idiots the, these are they are traitors well, i'm sorry yeah you know what is you know what is uh, by by you saying that you know makes me think like you know I've never really believed in going to war. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've mm -hmm. just never I don't, I never understood why men mm -hmm. and I know that women do it now too. But in the beginning, it was just men that mm -hmm. they just blindly say yes to whatever that commander tells them to right. do, go shoot that guy in the face, and they go and they do it because they're doing it for the country. And I've never believed in that. It's like, mm -hmm. really? I mean, if you don't believe in it, go right. to fucking Canada. And I, <laughs> I was all for those deserters. But now that you're saying, or we are all, all, we are all seeing this commander-in-chief, like, right. who's going to that like I now know. those guys aren't even gonna want to do that well you know? that's they, i don't know they literally wanted to go to war right well that's his that's the other thing like he he wants a war there's no doubt and you know i was i was in the national guard so you know i i, I wore the uniform oh, wow. of this country yeah and uh you know, there's all types. That's and you were willing. You were willing to put a gun on and go and shoot somebody if you had to. Well, I I never had to cross that bridge, but at the I joined the National but Guard. But you took an oath that you said you would. Well, we, the oath is not to shoot anybody. <laughs> it's not like I will shoot somebody. <laughs> it's to protect and but defend the Constitution. You somebody if your commander told you to kill somebody. You said I will. I guess I never had to really think about that. I never had to do it, so they, I wasn't. Did they train you? Did of they course. train you in weaponry? Of course, you're yeah. trained to kill. You yeah. have to run through the. I mean, that's what's so weird. Life is very strange. I joined this. I joined the National Guard after September 11th. I joined to say oh. to help my country. That's why I joined. I thought, you know, I was here wow. in New York when the towers fought, fell. I saw them fall with my own eyes. I don't, it was a very... Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I live in Queens. I live in... Uh, I could see right outside my window, there's the skyline of Manhattan. And I saw... I remember clearly the uh, smoke rising and... But anyway, oh. yeah, I, I joined to... Uh, I joined the National Guard because I was gay and but not that it mattered I mean at the time there was no there was don't ask don't <laughs> like the tell the National Guard is gay no <laughs> I just thought well at least it's a state thing and we you know it's New York or whatever but at the time it was uh it was don't ask don't tell and but I was telling you know if people ask I was like well I'm gay whatever and then I remember when um <laughs> 
I know. I remember being out with one of the other people, you know, we were in our uniforms and she's like, she said something about, oh, do you have a boyfriend? I was like, oh, I'm gay. And she was like, shut up. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. And I was like, because I was just so used to just being me, you know, and uh, and I was just like, this is bullshit. But eventually, obviously, Obama, I, I, I mean, it was, yeah. it was hard to be in there. I didn't talk about it, but I, I, you know, plus there were other, when you're in the service and, uh, there were some women that clearly were gay. I mean, it's just, I mean, <laughs> you, clearly, you don't need gaydar for that. No, it was like, <laughs> was that a dude? Like you, you couldn't tell if they were women except they wore a different hat you know what i mean so but uh oh really yeah like a couple of drill sergeants looked kind of gay to me i mean maybe they're not who the fuck knows i don't know that was a long time ago and uh but anyway the point is yeah i i put the uniform on i because i thought that um i would help my country if something happened if something else happened in new york i'd be available to uh, uh, be yeah, of service, yeah. you know. So I wasn't really. Well, that was that was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, it was good experience. It was. But the thing uh, is, but, but what do you think you would have done if you didn't believe in the Vietnam War and they? That's sent a you? different story. I don't think that people. I think that it is patriotic to stand up against a in an unjust war. Uh, that's. I don't think that there's all uh, that you're. Oh, that obviously the this country's been at war for the majority of time we've been a country, and that and most of the time it's for the uh, corporate. Uh, it's not for mom and apple pie. It's for advancing corporate interests. Right. It's uh, yeah. Exactly. I read Smedley Butler's War Is a Racket. They uh, it's even now where that's what they use. They use the military that and. The, the fact that we have such a bloated budget for the military is yeah, why right. people have to have bake sales for their brain cancer. That's a disgrace. Right, right. So, right. I, I, yeah, I mean, just because I'm not a warmonger. I mean, really, I'm not. So, I don't know. I, it was a different time. I had yeah. a, my mindset was really to help. That's why I joined, you know. But, oh, I think it's—I think it's admirable that you did. I mean, it, it, the patriotism that came out from that mm-hmm. horrific. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's any, that's part of it. I want. Right. Right. So, I mean, anyway, whatever. And but I think you know it's it's uh, this we need. But who's gonna want to go to war with a clown in in charge? You know. Well, that's what's clown. Like... Who wants to go to war with a clown in charge? Right. And. And also, that's the other thing. Like, he was at the VA giving a speech when he was calling the media the enemy of the people. First of all, the other thing, I saw some oh. so, some some Trumpanzee at a rally, one of these Trumpanzees, wearing a shirt that said, media is the enemy. I would like to him to define media for me. You know what I mean? He doesn't know what the fuck. You know what I mean? I know for a fact. He doesn't understand. Why is it media? You know? Anyway, he's like, because he's a moron. You know what I mean? They just repeat yeah. media, you know, right. media. Because probably yeah. to him, yeah. it's just, oh, it's the TV. It's the, you know, these people are morons. They are, and for 
them to follow? Because not only are they morons, at least those, you know, you think about history, you think about the people who followed Caesar or, or whatever. At least they're following somebody who's not a moron, who was in the trenches with them, who fought alongside yeah, yeah. them. That's what, you know, Caesar was noted for, for fighting right with his men. He was put himself in harm's way. So he didn't just sit yeah. there whining about bone spurs. And uh, so, right. you know, <laughs> these fuckers, they're not, it, it, it's, they're, uh, they're following the, a moron, a, a, a dumb ass who can't spell somebody who doesn't know the difference. Well, and they like that because they can't. And right. then they go, well, that's my guy. Right. Well, and that's that, my guy. I can't uh, spell either. I love exactly. that Exactly. I can't spell either. And and he look at him. <laughs> that ought to be their son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. I can't spell either. Uh, <laughs> right? I mean, really, instead of make America great again, I can't spell either. Yeah. And uh, yeah, make America strong again. Right. So that and make America racist again. And they just like. And this is what yeah. I always say. This yeah. even before this fucker grifted his way into the Oval Office, I would say Republicans, they think they're not free unless they can call somebody the N-word. That is their, that's what they think. They think oh, this is, yes, that, look at them now. Look at I all think the, that's a little drastic. No, no, no. They can't, they, they, come on. They want to That's what they think the freedom N-word? is. They want to they be that racist? Yes. They, that, I mean, not every single one. But every, you, you got to scr- right. scratch the surface of the majority. Most Republicans, I, I will, I would bet you and take this to the bank. You scratch the surface of every single Republican, and because they don't understand. Even my sister, who voted for this fucking asshole, right? Uh, they, oh my God. It's racism, the bottom line, you know, because they've been misinformed. Whoa. What? They think like my that's sister. My sister thinks man. that's a big statement. Yes, I believe that, and I and it's I give me five minutes with any of these fuckers, and I will get to the bottom of it. It's always that somebody's coming for something that they have, and who is that somebody? It's somebody who's darker. It's a darker pigment, or it's, it's an immigrant. It's a these are all dog whistles. The the thing with Trump, he yeah. he has. That's the other thing. The the thing about Trump is that he re- replaced the dog whistle with a bullhorn. He's not using dog whistles. He's he's right out in the open. There is a reason why wow. the, the KKK endorsed this fucker. And uh, I yeah. so that's why you know to my sister who voted for this fucking idiot. And uh, so we and I take it personally because not only is he fucking racist he's also they're all homophobes and you know it's like how can you support somebody that is uh how uh, how now and now to get to the solution how mm-hmm. does one train somebody to stop being a racist well how do you how I'll do you stop you. yourself how does one stop themselves well, it's 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 education. You you have to. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. And that was part of why they they tried to 
when we started uh, in the after the civil rights uh, movement to have integration and busing and things like that, that was all a, a, a an attempt to have people get to know each other and uh, also yeah with yeah. it's true and they also because the other thing is another way is because we we have a very segregated society. Um, and one of the flaws in this fucked up society is that our education system is funded through property taxes and it should be funded like, you know, you should, first of all, you shouldn't have to have LeBron James or Stephen Colbert, but it should just be funded out of the general fund it's because, you know, we tax. Oh, my God. Mm hmm. So, so, so your educational system is only as good as the area you live yes, in? Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's why it's so, uh -huh. di there's such disparity there, you know, why, uh, the, and, you know, you have these stupid movies with like Michelle Pfeiffer going into the inner city and this, you know, blah, you know, this, uh, right. black school where everything is like, uh, and she's, you know, whatever, at the end they were all, uh scholars i guess because white the white woman came and saved them <laughs> but it's always but that's the problem it's because there's such disparity never, mm -hmm. yeah wow because some I have I never more. really realized that that's right. terrible of me well i mean you don't have kids really i don't have kids that. but that's i don't it's part of but that's why. I mean, it's not that why you don't have kids, but why you're, uh, you know, I mean, maybe not, not know. <laughs> I removed my uterus. That's why. <laughs> yes. But I was allowed. I was allowed. When, only when you're sick are you allowed to re remove your uterus. Oh, really? But Is that what happened? you can kill your dog whenever you want to. What? I don't want to kill. What are you talking about? You can kill your dog. <laughs> I'm just saying. If I had a dog, I could put that dog to sleep. Anytime I, I want to, I the vet would do it, right? Yeah. Well, not any time. I would yeah, hope they wouldn't just be like, here's a healthy dog. Uh, can you kill it? I'm just tired of it. But, yes, when it's they sick. They wouldn't do that? I would Well, I know that they do that anyway. And this is another story. With I'm a big animal rights yeah. person, and I can't. These fucking, the, the, I, you know, here in New York, Whenever these, uh, I've adopted a lot of animals in my life, and they all they all seem oh. to come from the south, and because uh, they don't have uh, yeah yeah they don't have um, you know they don't fix them they don't then spay and neutering your animals is necessary. They don't believe in that in the south, so they don't they, cut their dogs nuts off. Well, that's probably it. They think they're doing. I've I've met some other assholes in my life that. I remember some guy was saying, oh, I wouldn't want to do that to my dog, you know, because it's cruel. Right. They think it's not cruel. It's because there are so many healthy animals that get they get put down. They get killed because they're not being right. adopted because people don't fix their fucking animals. Mm -hmm. And there's a problem there. And yeah. they're like they're like mongrels. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have a bias, I suppose, because I'm just honestly sick of. I'm sick of the ignorance. And the other thing is, you know, the Southern states, they're, um, the representation of the Republicans, right? They're mostly like in these, there's a, the, the blue states and the red states or whatever. And, and Trump likes to show that map that has all this red. But the fact is the population is in the blue states. So you have a lot of people right, living right, in right, it. Right. Yeah. So you can have a big, you know, giant, 
effing fruited plain, you know, with the fracking, the fruited fucking plain. <laughs> But it doesn't. There's nobody living there, you know. Like the this there is right, right, right. The reason why, uh, you know, why why should Wyoming have the same have two senators and California have two senators or New York when there's like millions of people? That's so that's another story that yeah. needs to be a, fixed. Yeah, that's the electoral college that doesn't make sense to me anymore. Yeah, well, the electoral college was put in for that's another concession to the to the slave states and also to prevent democracy, real democracy, from truly breaking out. The the there were there's always been conservatives there. This country and other countries before it, and and those who have tried and struggled for a republic, it's always been, even before, even during, you know, the Roman times, or and in uh, the West, you know, the uh, intergenerational aristocracies of of Europe, there, uh, it's always been the struggle between the haves and the have-nots, you know, and, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. and, uh, the, you know, it's been the struggle between the rich and poor, and what was the point of this, there was, I I remember, I just lost my train of thought, but whatever, because I'm looking at the clock, and we have, like, I'm sorry, don't be sorry, (laughs) don't be sorry, I'd never shut up, I'll let you wrap it up, I'll let you wrap it up, I'll jump off and let you wrap it up, oh, all righty, well, Poppy Champlin, do you have any shows coming up? You want to talk about? No, I do not. I am off, and You're then I off. go to Texas. All right. Well, good luck in Texas. Holy shit! This is what we're I saying. Know. I was. Uh, You're good though. See, you get along. What I, happened? They're still very, very, very backwards in Texas. They're, like maybe five, seven, seven years ago, I went there, and this columnist said he would write about the uh, show, but he was going to do it from a Christian point of view. Oh, and this no. is in Dallas, Texas, and Fort Worth, and he said, he said great things about the show, but in the end, all these these, these le- lesbians are going to hell. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sucks. Well, it was like another, yeah. t- I did a show yeah. at Caroline's once, and somebody came over, and they had a Southern accent. He was like, I am a Christian, and but I really yeah. liked your set. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> Even though I'm going to hell, you like me. Okay. Yeah. That's what it, that was yeah. the uh, underlying message. That, anyway, so, all right. Well, Poppy, we'll talk exactly. in a couple of weeks or whenever you want. Poppy is a regular here on Tarot right. Mister. And uh, we will, I mean, now we have two minutes. So I'll see you later. Thanks for calling, Poppy. All right. Keep up the fight, baby. <laughs> all right. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Poppy Champlin. All right, we only have two minutes, and uh, I have to apologize once again for all the shitty stream. Uh, to help us, donate to RDT Daily, donate to Tara Buster. I should really do, I, I, I guess I should do that, a, uh, a Patreon page. I just don't have, I, when I get the time to sit down, I kind of, sometimes I just fall asleep because I'm exhausted. Fighting fascism is... Very tiring. Yes, I know that the military serves to protect the rich, people's interests. I know this. And uh, whatever. What are you going to do? I did it anyway, like I said. But it was a good experience. I didn't do anything. I didn't kill anybody. I joined the National Guard because I wanted what I thought was uh, to, to help New York. I would stay in New York and do service in New York and uh, whatever. And that's what I did. 
All right, guys. Um, we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to – and it's also actually a good way to shut Republicans up. So, And that way I appreciate it as well because when they're like, you damn libtard, I'm like, well, you know. I was, I actually am an honorably discharged veteran, so fuck you, okay? And I'm sorry for cursing again. So, but, um, please keep coming back every week from 6 to 8 p.m. And donate to RDT Daily. I'll send you a grab them by the midterms window cling with Francis Jr. Jr. on it. And please get out. Make sure you're registered to vote because if we don't get it back, we're going to be it's going to be over, and like I always say, we stick together, we win, and we will win if we stick together and vote. So my name is Tara Devlin. I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.